0: Welcome to Political Coffee, your one hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. There we go.
1: Gotta push that button, Jeff. (laughs) Hey, welcome everybody. Great to be with you. It is six minutes, about seven minutes past six, since I couldn't find the button. Hey, great to be with you. It is another day that we get to be blessed in this great constitutional republic to be able to talk about political issues and not worry about, you know, the Stasi showing up or the FBI to knock on your door, raid your home and take you away in cuffs because you spoke the wrong thing. Well, at least we don't have to worry about that yet. It is happening to some people, mostly who are Trump supporters. But what if you say the wrong thing? Did you know that in the Oregon Capitol, there's a rule called Rule 27? And it says that there are certain words and certain things you cannot talk about in the Capitol building. Did you guys know that? Rebecca, Becky, who often calls here, is an activist. Many of you know her. Rule 27 is all about her walking around and talking to Democrat staffers about, you know, things like abortion. It makes them really uncomfortable. So completely and totally against the U.S. and the Oregon constitutions, the Rule 27 is in effect. In fact, Rebecca has to call the state police 24 hours before she shows up in the Capitol, otherwise she's trespassing and they'll arrest her because of Rule 27. It needs to be litigated. She has not litigated. At some point, it's pretty clear that Rule 27 violates the U.S. In the Oregon Constitution. Now, Brian Boquist is sort of litigating against it. This whole business about he had to, uh, because of what he said, he had then to be subjected to rules that said he had to call the state police in the Capitol 24 hours before he showed up, which meant he had to call the day before. And he's a U.S. or he's an Oregon senator. Okay. It's unconstitutional. It needs to be litigated. This is all important, because every day the legislature is, little by little, stealing from you your liberty. We are a constitutional republic, folks. We, the people, have the right to weigh in in the legislature, and the session began last week. We have the right to weigh in on things like this bill that's been introduced that's going to be heard tomorrow, Senate Bill 579, which gives incarcerated felons the right to vote. It's a piece in the Northwest Observer. You can read it uh, today. People are incarcerated, by the way, go to uh, NorthwestObserver.com People are incarcerated for violating other people's rights and to protect society from harm. There has to be consequence for your crimes. But if you face little or no consequences, well, then... you're going to continue. Now the history of this is laid out here in this article and again the Northwest Observer. So here's the question I want to ask you. Should convicted felons serving time in prison or jail be allowed to vote? Under Oregon's Constitution, Article 2, Section 3 passed in 1944, they forfeited their right to vote. Now, the reality is this, if there are no consequences for your action or virtually no consequences, sort of like, well, how well is measure 110 working out these days? hmm? Because the consequence is, is you get a hundred dollar fine, right? If you're caught, you know, with methamphetamine and heroin and, you know, fentanyl, that kind of thing, you get a hundred dollar fine. But it gets suspended if you just call a hotline and say, hey, you know, I got a drug addiction, I need help. How many people call the hotline? Something like, I think the last number I saw was 19% of the people who get ticketed for drugs. So if there are no consequences, And there aren't for you coming to Oregon, anybody coming to Oregon and buying meth, which by the way, you have to buy illegally, buying heroin, which by the way, you got to buy illegally, taking all kinds of other drugs that are being laced with fentanyl, which is killing people right and left. If there's no consequences for that, people by human nature will just continue doing it. So if there's no consequences for you breaking all kinds of other laws and then serving in prison and then keeping your right to vote, how would you vote? Hmm? How do you think people are gonna vote? Are they gonna vote for the Democrats like State Senator Sarah Gelser from Corvallis or Floyd, Floyd Prasansky? Both of these are former colleagues of mine. In fact, Sarah served on my committee when she was in the House, or Michael Dembrow out of Portland. They're all the chief sponsors of this bill. So what do you think? Should prison be a time of rehabilitation? To learn what civil responsibility means, as the article talks about? The bill also, by the way, allows registration at the last address you lived at which can cause all kinds of other misregistrations and interfering with our groups like Oregon People's Vote, which I spoke to last night. Some of you were there. Who are working to make sure that our voter rolls are accurate and clean. They're going to have their first public hearing on this bill tomorrow at one o'clock in the afternoon. Senate Bill 579. Come and join the War Room at the Ike Box, starting at 8 o'clock. Uh, my understanding is Mike neerman's going to be there because there is a way that you, as just the average citizen, can join us, the Oregon Citizens Lobby. We're an ad hoc group which sponsors the War Room, not Steve Bannon's War Room. And by the way, there's stunning news about that. We'll get to that in a moment. But the war room begins tomorrow at the Ike Box. The Ike Box is at the end of the Capitol Mall, the West End, Cottage Street. It's really easy to find it. It's a gray two-story building right at the end of the Capitol Mall. Ike, I-K-E, Ike Box, stands for Isaacs, uh, who was a son who died, unfortunately. And this is the tribute to that son by the parents who started this business. It's a great place to go get coffee, food, free internet. We're going to be meeting there in the Bay Room, starting from 8 to 3. Tomorrow, it's the beginning of the Oregon Citizen Lobby War Room. We used to do this for several years. Um, at the state capitol, they're not allowing any of those rooms because of these seismic retrofit things. And it will be heard. Uh, that's a good point, Art. Um, it should be in Senate Judiciary. It is in Senate Judiciary. 1 o'clock tomorrow, Senate Bill 579. Tomorrow, 1 o'clock. And you can weigh in, you can be there in person, although I think you have to arrange that, but you can also submit testimony. And this is one of the things we teach you in the war room to do. We also teach you how to talk to legislators to be effective, how to testify to be effective. All of that tomorrow, the war room meets every Thursday now and it'll be at the Ike box where we have no restrictions other than it's not a big room. It's the bay room. There is, um, there's audio visual there. There's Wi-Fi there. We'll be able to check in, bring your laptop, your iPad or whatever, and connect and watch what's going on in the legislature and watch bills. And in fact, be we'll, if Mike neerman's going to be there, he'll teach you how to navigate his great system that we at the Oregon Citizen Lobby have been working with for years, that he designed specifically for us, called Track Their Vote. This is where you, from the sanctity of your home, for your home office or from the war room, can get online and you can track individual pieces of legislation like giving convicted, incarcerated prisoners the right to vote, that bill. You can track it, you can judge it based on five core principles, of the Oregon citizen lobby. You can rank it. You can do all of this. And you never have to go to the Capitol, but it's important. And you can also testify. You can write written testimony. Again, we teach you how to do all of that. I got some great questions last night um, from the Oregon People's Vote group that I drove to Salem to talk to. We are also... About how to testify. We are also going to be starting our next political coffee clatch next Monday night at 6 p.m. at the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill. We are going to be inside this time so you don't have to worry about the cold weather. And, and it looks like we're going to be getting snow here, which is a great reason, by the way, for you all to call Freedom Heating and Air. In all seriousness, If every time it gets cold, you're uncomfortable in your home because your system is not heat, just keeping up, call them, why don't you? They'll come out and they'll fix it for you right away. Check out their website, freedomheatingandair.net. That's all one word, freedomheatingandair.net, or just call them 503-580-1456, 580-1456. We're gonna be at the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill Monday night. And we hope to have Mark Thielman joining us to talk about his election lawsuits and where they're at and other potential lawsuits that need to happen and how you can assist him and others in their lawsuits. And not just with money either. There's other things you can do. That's going to be the next Political Coffee Clatch, 6 p.m. Monday night, Honky Tonk Bar and Grill inside. Come and join us. Back in a moment at 6.20.
0: Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Stop the car. It's
1: 22 minutes past the top of the hour. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff, 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM news. A state employee who shall never be named has just sent me an email. Well, I did earlier this morning, but here's what it says. Oh, Biden's border debacle. Within the first 23 days of 2023, it's been reported by the U S border patrol that 36 individuals on the terror watch list have been apprehended trying to ca- cross the southern border of the United States. These are the ones that were able to, we were able to detain and arrest. I wonder how many more on the terror watch list made it into the country because of O'Biden's open border. Yeah, that is a shocking statistic. Illegals are flooding across the border from all kinds of countries, including terrorists. And then the story yesterday, there's a story about this in the Federalist, the Vermont Supreme Court upheld non-citizen voting for cities. Even though they can't vote in cons- U.S. constitutional offices for U.S. elections for, you know, president and Congress and Senate, it's okay at the city level. The illegals that O'Biden is flooding into America on purpose, now are being given across the country, in cities and other places, the right to vote. It will not be long, folks, that soon states are going, some blue states, probably in Oregon, and it's probably going to be introduced, if not this legislative session, the next one, in Oregon. Now let's go ahead and let the illegals vote on those local elections, you know, only. Only, say, for, you know, Marion County judge. Or, you know, DAs. You know, so we can get more of those George Soros DAs in there. You know, that that don't prosecute the people who destroy property. Because, you know, it's the mostly peaceful protests like we've been seeing the riots down in Atlanta and happened in Boston, Antifa. Yeah, those are mostly peaceful, according, continued, that lot. That we heard during the Antifa BLM protests, Yeah, they're mostly peaceful as they're destroying downtown Portland. And then the George Soros DA decides not to prosecute a thousand of them. and now we're going to give non-citizens the right to vote. This is why it is so important that you get involved with groups like the Oregon People's Vote or at the very least are aware of what's going on. You can really be aware of what's going on if you join people's like groups like Oregon People's Vote to ensure that the illegals non-citizens, excuse me, are not voting in Oregon. We kind of need to know that, don't you think? I do. The NRA has sued uh, State of Illinois on its two week old ban on semi-automatic weapons. You know, the assault weapons ban, it's on all semi-automatic weapons including those little 22 rifle varmint guns, you know, that all of us sort of have around or a lot of us do. Now, that's important because other blue states are thinking about passing the same thing. Colorado's got it teed up in their legislative session. Meanwhile, in our legislative session, there's a whole bunch of bad voting bills. There are some good ones also. I intend to have... My former colleague, who's just been reelected, well, elected once again, I think is the proper way to say it, back to the Oregon House of Representatives, that's former state senator, former state representative Kevin Mannix, former head of the Oregon Republican party, lost a very narrow election, probably had it stolen by Ted Kulongoski, to for governorship of this state. Meanwhile, while they are, you know, talking about letting felons vote and a whole bunch of other bad things, including ranked choice voting. There's a story about that out of Alaska today. Um, which, by the way, a state that is 60-40 Republican versus Democrat just elected over Sarah Palin, the former governor, former VP candidate of John McCain against Barack Hussein Obama. A Democrat, re-elected a Democrat, because they have ranked choice voting. And that was brought to you by Lisa Murkowski. Rhino, former Republican, her group convinced the Republicans in Alaska, Republican legislature, to put in ranked choice voting. There's a ranked choice voting bill that is being brought forward in Oregon, in the legislature right now. How can you have a Democrat get elected in a 60, 40 Republican to Democrat state? Well, you can if you have ranked choice voting. Anyway, the legislature, there's a story about the an Oregon bill would ban the sale of kangaroo parts. What? And it targets Nike and other shoemakers. Now, how can that be? Because Nike gives lots of money to Democrats. Well, except that Phil Knight gave a lot of money to Betsy Johnson and Christine Drazen. Would this have anything to do with a little retribution to send a message to Phil? Soccer cleats are apparently one of products made from kangaroo leather. Now they want to buy it. There's more. A poll that only 14% of Americans agree with amnesty for illegals. Back in a moment, don't go away.
0: jeff now at 503-589-1220 that's 503-589-1220 let's return now to more of political coffee with jeff krupp
1: okay i'm back i just gotta remember to push the button freddie we'll get to you in a moment hey gary um Call in a little bit later here and uh, talk about your next meeting. Folks, um, have you seen all of the Ukraine people, leadership people that are resigning? Because of corruption, massive corruption. it's a story in Zero Hedge. And this frankly goes back to this corrupt FBI agent, Mike, uh, or rather Matt Gates, Details. this in detail. It yesterday on Steve Bannon's war room. This is this corrupt FBI agent who was the guy investigating Trump and collusion. Who literally, like a lot of other people, Matt Gates laid it out. Washington D.C. bureaucrats currently employed in the FBI, the CIA, other groups that are moonlighting currently while we are paying them salaries are also moonlighting and getting money from Ukrainian oligarchs. I just wonder, do you think that these billions of dollars, you know, Biden just announced that we're gonna send 30 M1 Abrams tanks to Ukraine. And here's Zelensky addressing the chamber of commerces when he was in Florida at Boca Raton, thanking BlackRock, JP Morgan, Goldman Sachs, and others for their support of Ukraine and said, quote, that Ukraine getting heavy weapons like Abram tanks represents a, quote, big business, unquote, opportunity for US corporations. Matt Gates laid out just one of the many scams about how the deep state, the people really running America, not your elected officials, but even how elected officials get in on the deep state scam of corporations who pay big money to lobbyists in Washington, D.C. I know I've seen this happen. Personally, I've seen it happen. Pay big money to lobbyists in Washington, D.C. And then there's a kickback. There's a commission, if you will, that comes back to those people. And it's a private business transaction. You can be a sitting member of the Oregon House of Representatives or the Senate. Or you could be, you know, working for the state of Oregon. And you can have a relationship with a lobby firm in DC that maybe you steer and direct somebody, you know, that you regulate to go to this lobby group and pay big money. And then you get a commission back and it's a private business transaction. Oh, yeah, you're supposed to, you know, report those conflicts of interest officially under law. They don't. And in fact, there are people in the Oregon Department of Energy from there that are serving time in prison right now because of that kind of a scam and others. Anyway, this is what happens. It's going on and it's all being done. And how much of your tax dollars that are going to that are being spent in Ukraine are actually getting on the ground, number one, and how much is going in the pockets of these corrupt government officials and a whole bunch and they're listed here in the zero hedge article it's really interesting you should take a look at it there's more i mean the the matt's gate this it's a gateway pundit story i will have it on the show plan you need to watch it folks gates said this quote this is the headline they had to accuse trump of colluding with russia because he was the only one who wasn't unquote they tried to shake down Gates's father, by the way, for $25 million. Bob Mueller tried to get $25 million out of a Ukrainian oligarch. You know, the Bob Mueller that investigated Trump, right? A lot of this is going on, folks. You need to be aware of it happens in oregon and we can fix it let's go to the uh, phones we'll go to freddie freddie good morning thanks for hanging on good morning jeff uh the
2: republican party really manages around the fringes they don't get into the core of what we need to do two things we need to do one is they need to start educating these religious groups that are not voting they're the ones that are, that are keeping the democrats in power by not going and voting and they're wrong. we need to start educating them on that. The second thing is, is that we need to have a funding group. You know, the Democrats have the the, uh, the unions, teachers union that fund candidates. The Republican party only looks for a rich candidate to fund themselves.
0: Yeah, and an example right. here
2: is Mike Erickson, who had a checkered pass. He couldn't pass anything. But we had Amy Ryan Cursor, who worked two years, but she didn't have the funds behind her. She would have won the congressional district six had we had a funding group that continuously funds a good candidate to get them elected. Those are the two things Republicans are failing to do, and they're never, ever, ever gonna take control of this state until they figure that out that's my comment
1: well i look you're 100 correct this this is why the republican party needs a serious look into themselves reflection about what it is they even are why do they exist i'm talking about the oregon republican party now as a as a group what really is their mission and why aren't they accomplishing it you know i freddie i, I look at this you you NFL season is, by all intents and purposes, over. We're in the playoffs now. Some coaches have gotten fired. Why? Well, because they weren't getting results. Yet, we have, well, the classic definition, Freddie, of Einstein's insanity, right? We keep doing the same thing over and over again, the same way, expecting different results. We keep electing the same people to run the Oregon Republican Party, at the national level anyway, over and over again, and they're not getting results. At what point does the Republican Party, the PCP people and the people who actually vote need to look at themselves and say, what the heck are we doing? Are we getting any results? Are we making a difference? And they need to be reaching out in the manner that you're suggesting. The numbers, Freddie, of people of faith who do not vote, Republican people of faith who do not vote, those numbers are staggering it's something like 60 some odd percent of Republican. I, I, I don't know where I got the number from, but I know it's out there, Freddie, and you're right. Republican party needs to be reaching out to those people. Aren't they the perfect audience for the Republican party, Freddie? You know, you know, Solomon used the problem in the Republican party.
2: He hasn't got anybody elected dog catcher. And how long has he been there?
1: But who elects Solomon Yu? Who elects any of the Republican leadership? Who is it? internal group. That's right.
2: And when you articulated the corruption that's coming back from Ukraine, absolutely right. All those people there in Washington, D.C. are on the tape. And that's why Ukraine's getting all the, this tax money because it's coming back to these guys. They're selling out of
1: the They are. And that's why Donald J. Trump got elected, because everybody knows it. Now, the question is, where do we go from here? Can he get reelected again? There was just another major poll. Freddie, I'm going to let you go, because I need to move to Kathy here. There was another major poll that just came out that shows Trump still at least twice as more Uh, the results in the 50, almost 60% in the Republican party versus Ron DeSantis versus others like Nikki Haley. Mike Pence is nowhere to be found by the way. uh, Well, let's go to Kathy. Kathy. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm fine. Okay. So, um, wasn't it, I, I
2: just heard this. I don't know if it's so, but, um, didn't Ronna McDaniel sort of pick and choose who she was going to give money to?
1: Yes. That's correct. She did. So,
2: Hermit Dillon wants to get in there.
1: So does Mike Lindell. That vote happens over the weekend. It starts tomorrow. They're down in Dana Point. California, which is South Orange County, next to San Juan uh-huh. Capistrano. I used to live there. I know it well.
2: Well, I keep hearing on Twitter that Rana um, does not have the votes to be reelected, or whatever they call that.
1: I don't think she does either. We'll see. Thanks, Kathy. Back in a moment. Uh-huh. It's 648.
0: Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Stop
1: the car. Okay, it's 10 minutes till the top of the hour. Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations, is a contractor that you truly can not trust to come into your home not make a mess and make your life miserable. In fact, do very high quality work, which you can see if you go to his website, righteousrenovations.com. Righteousrenovations, all one word, .com. Don't take my word for it. Check it out for yourself. Look at the great photos and look at the, and read the great customer testimonials. Righteousrenovations.com. Yeah, only 14% of Americans agree that there should be a blanket amnesty for illegal aliens who've crossed the border. And of that, only three, not even 3%, of Hispanic voters think there should be a blanket amnesty. 3% Hispanics. You know, people who've come to this country and have worked hard for their citizenship, I can tell you story after story of people that I know personally are very angry that the the border is open and these people just might get amnesty. It's a big deal. By the way, in Alaska, a petition has been certified by the Lieutenant Governor to get rid of ranked choice voting that stole this congressional seat for the Democrats. Got to remember, this woman, Patola, won re-election after she defeated Sarah Palin in a special election. This is the first Democrat to win a House seat in a state in 50 years, in Alaska in 50 years. It's 60 to 40 Republican voter registration over Democrat. And it's only because of ranked choice voting and mail-in ballots. Now, ranked choice voting is a bill that's in front of the Oregon legislature. It's been introduced. We're going to be talking about it tomorrow at the War Room. Join us at the Ike Box 8 to 3 in the Bay Room. Coffee will be there, or you can get your own coffee and tea and food and so forth there in the Ike box. It's a great place. Dave writes an email, says Christians don't vote. By the way, you want to send me an email? It's jeff at 1220.am, jeff at kslm.news, or call 503-589-1220. It's the Power Buick GMC talk line, 503-589-1220. We will go to Gary in a moment, but this email by Dave says it all. Christians don't vote. Communism... He writes: Entered the American seminaries in the 1930s. They teach our pastors to teach Christians that voting is wrong. The communists know that if they take the church, they can take the country. We are seeing it happening before our very eyes. Lord, help us. Amen. Let's go to Gary. Gary, good morning. Go Beavs. Hey Jeff, go Ducks. Uh, well, with the churches also, um, they've been inundated
3: with, uh, with uh, social justice. Uh, somehow they think social justice is uh, Christ-like when it's, um, it's absolutely communism. Um, but, uh, but even uh, the conservative Christian churches, they do not push uh, voting. I mean, they, they sort of do, but they, they do not... Uh, think that voting voting is uh, a duty uh, of a Christian when it
1: absolutely is. Well, it is, and one of the great churches that that teaches our citizenship is our responsibility, and we should get involved. And that is the River Church, my yeah. friend, Pastor Lou Wu Tan, and. You know, they have these this ongoing series there that people can go to and learn about how the Oregon Constitution guarantees our right to participate, but also, biblically, why we should be participating.
3: Absolutely. We are supposed to push back. Um, I, I, I sent you a, an email earlier that next Tuesday uh, at the uh, Black Bear Diner in Wilsonville at 6 o'clock, we work pretty heavily with the... Um, Uh, The people that are um, trying to get on the school boards and uh, fighting the school boards and so forth. And we're going to have a training session on going to the school boards and asking why kids still have to take this uh, mRNA shot Um, when there is no COVID out there. It has no effectiveness against the COVID. And uh, it's killing kids. So. Um, we want people to come and uh, learn a little bit and then go down to their um, school boards and
1: ask the questions. And get I think that's things a great up. idea. So, this is next Tuesday night? Yes, uh huh. And it's at the Black Bear Diner in Wilsonville. It starts at what time? Uh, 6 o'clock. It goes 6 to 8.
3: But okay, uh, you just it's just it's just really irritated me uh, since yesterday. Um, and we are we're doing something that makes absolutely no sense and the other side is really out on a very thin limb uh, having these kids be required to take a shot, go to school that they know doesn't work and and they're starting to know, is is dangerous.
1: It is, and I think people are waking up to that, Gary. Again, join Gary's group. Learn about how you can push back as a parent or or just somebody who's interested at school board meetings and specifically six o'clock, the Black Bear Diner in Wilsonville next week. Go Beeves. Thanks. Go Docs. See you Jeff. Bye. So Also, the first uh, political coffee-clatch meeting of 2023 will be held next Monday evening at the Honky Tonk Bar & Grill inside, indoors. Hopefully, we're going to have Mark Thielman there to uh, update us on his election lawsuits, where they are, what's going on. And we'll be talking about election bills and other things that people can get involved in now, just the politics that's going on in oregon right now again a six o'clock honky-tonk bar and grill indoors the political coffee clatch. by the way um thanks to power honda for being one of our sponsors of both this radio station but specifically this show they're a honda dealership part of the power auto group they're down in albany Check out all of their great inventory of both new and pre-owned vehicles at mypowerhonda.com. mypowerhonda.com Lee writes an email says in a casual conversation with a private eye he told a story about a guy who committed a crime and wanted to go to prison because of the benefits. The guy stated, "I don't want to work anymore. Rent, child support's too much inside. It's warm, three meals, a gym and church." So help me understand. Club Fed, Club State, and Club County offer conveniences that you can work for outside. I've always led to believe that these clubs only offer the basics to live, educational opportunities and counseling to re-enter the communities outside the walls. Now there's a bill to allow the incarcerated to vote? Really? Come on, people, wake up to what your representative is doing. They are not working in your best interest. You're right. Join us tomorrow, 8 to 3, in the War Room, at the Ike Box, in the Bay Room. Learn about how you can make a difference on bills like giving prisoners the right to vote while they're in prison. Or you can say no to that.
0: See you tomorrow.